Hey everybody, welcome back to Highest Aspirations, an education podcast that focuses on topics related to English language learners and how we can make a greater impact. Highest Aspirations is brought to you by Elevation Education, your partner for ELL program management and instruction. My name is Steve Sophronis, and I am proud to be the host of Highest Aspirations. This episode is part of our special Look for the Helper series. Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers Neighborhood offered some relevant advice for navigating difficult times like these. He said, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. The ELL community is full of helpers, and we are proud to amplify their voices as we face the reality of long-term school closures as a result of the COVID-19 outbreak. We are committed to keeping you informed and inspired with resources to help you support your English learners. We are stronger together. So if you'd like to share your ideas, inspiration, or simply share your voice, our doors are always open. Just go to bit.ly slash ellhelper to learn more. That's bit.ly slash capital E, capital L, capital L, capital H, E-L-P-E-R. You'll find that link in our show notes as well. Vanessa Colon, thank you so much for joining us on this special edition of Highest Aspirations. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Um, This is our Look for the Helpers uh, series, and we're just trying to hear voices of folks in the field who are trying to do their best under these difficult circumstances. So if you could start by just letting us know um, a little bit about where you work and what your role is, that'd be great. All right. Um, Well, I am an EL coordinator at the International Leadership of Texas. Uh, This is my 16th year in education, and I have served English learners as a bilingual teacher, district ELL specialist, campus administrator, and now I'm at the district level. Um, And I'm super excited to share um, all the happenings that are going on in IELTS, Texas with you. Absolutely. We're excited to hear from you. And uh, you obviously have sort of run the gamut of experience with English learners, so your voice um, and your perspective is certainly appreciated. And when you submitted Uh, your responses to us on the form that we've been kind of sending out to folks. You put a lot of really good information in here, um, but I'm going to structure this in kind of a general way. And I think some of the great things that you put uh, in the form will kind of come out there. So I guess my first question is, you know, this thing is unfolding sort of as we speak here. Um, So what have you really been preparing for or what have you been asked to prepare for by administration or state level uh, or anything like that? Uh, Great question. So basically, um, in this era, we knew we were going to have to um, go online. Um, And luckily, our district was prepared for the online setting. We already had a lot of resources online, um, such as Google Classroom, and teachers were already working through those. Um, So when we knew we had to be completely online, um, it was our charge to ensure that every teacher had a Zoom account. Um, and that, you know, basically all the Google Classroom and and, uh, tech tools that they normally use needed to be um, structured in in a very nice way. Um, Lessons had to be created to go online, and we knew that the way that those lessons were going to be delivered was going to be online. Um, We were were told that basically um, the the following week, uh, which is next week, Mm -hmm. we will with uh, completely virtual classrooms. So during the regular bell schedules, we are going to be teaching, on, our teachers are gonna be teaching online. Um, 
and every teacher that normally has a class will be on Zoom teaching. And so there was a lot of behind the scene things that needed to be completed. Um, we needed to inform parents how this is gonna look like. We needed to make sure we had all the technology uh, working. Um, we had to just have lots of plans in place in order to get them started. But this week we gave them some, you know, um, self-paced work to do for the kiddos and the parents and, you know, obviously answering a lot of questions. But then next week we're going full-fledged virtual classrooms um, during the regular school day. So lots, lots of things are happening and we had to do, uh, put in lots of hours. <laughs> yeah, I find that amazing. So you've been kind of asynchronous this week, kind of giving students and and parents ideas of, or, or, you know, lessons and what they needed to do at home, which I think is what a lot of schools are doing and are going to try to continue to do over time, which has proven to be challenging for lots of parents who are at home or parents who are trying to work or parents who in many cases don't speak English. Um, but you're now going to be going to a synchronous situation where the students are essentially going to be in, in class at the same time as they normally are, except online. Is that right? Absolutely. So, so what, what are some of the, what are some of the, I mean, you're in the middle of this, you're about to start this really soon. What are, what are some of the challenges you're seeing from both an asynchronous perspective that you've been doing this week and that many are doing, and then going into that synchronous which I think is what a lot of schools would like to do, but there's probably a lot of barriers that prevent them from doing it. Yes. So basically, um, you know, uh, technology um, can be a great tool, but it could also be a challenge. And so um, even though our district has been using Zoom in the past to hold meetings, uh, virtual meetings, because we're found in the DFW area in my state, as well as um, Houston, which is uh, many miles from where um, our headquarters is, We've been using uh, Zoom, but not every single teacher had their own Zoom account. So just getting logged in to Zoom and knowing how Zoom works um, was one of the challenges. Right. Uh, at various um, video tutorial videos and webinars that we did with Zoom um, just to get situated. And I think they feel a little bit better. And obviously we, um, what we did to sort of help in, uh, overcome this challenge is they had to present their lessons um, these last two days. So they worked on their lessons Monday through Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday, they were actually presenting their lessons using their own Zoom um, with different um, individuals, kind of partner teachers, um, getting online and actually giving them feedback and just saying, hey, I could hear you, I saw this, you did a great job. Um, so it, it was a lot of commitment on, our, on the part of the team at the campus level as well as the yeah. district. Um, but I feel like we're a little bit better. Now, the challenge will be next week when we all go online um, at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just kind of curious as to how that's going to work. We know it's not going to be perfect. So we know that. Um, so we're just going to work towards um, making sure if, if online doesn't work or you know, something happens um, and we have to go um, offline, then, then we have a plan B, which the plan right. B would be Google Classroom, having assignments, and we can still use tech tools. It just might be in a different format. And we're yeah. going to keep trying and work, working through these challenges. Right. So the plan B might be back to an asynchronous model where there's not so much um, uh, sort of focus on getting everything done all at the same time. And you might have those internet um, issues. Um, I, I'm, I'm really interested to hear 
I, well, first of all, I'd love to check back in with you next week and figure out how things have gone <laughs> and sort of learn, help help um, others learn from you because you, I think you're ahead of the curve in many ways. Um, but before we get into into tools, because I really want to talk about some of the tools that you're using, because I think people would 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 very much appreciate that. I, I want to get into a larger issue, and that's the issue of equity, which you know, many, many, many districts are struggling with, you know, when I, when we talk about not only access, um, and, and I'm talking about equity with online learning specifically, there's so many other issues with equity as well. But with online learning, it's a matter of who has Wi-Fi. If you don't have Wi-Fi, do you have a hotspot? Do you have a device? Um, are you fine? Is that, it sounds like you're well equipped for that. So that's not as much of an issue, but I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Have you, has have you found equity to be an issue there? And if so, how are you going about resolving it? So, um, so we did have a large number of our students have one-to-one laptops. So that we use Chromebooks mm-hmm. at our campus. However, our K2 students were using a lot of iPads and um, devices that were stored at the school. Um, and so what we've had to overcome is having a plan in place, um, which has already started, um, to distribute uh, more Chromebooks um, and, and for our K2 family so that we can make sure we have enough Chromebooks. However, um, one of the things that we have to overcome is uh, the Wi-Fi issue, which is an is a issue that's going on across the nation. Um, we uh, are aware and we've shared out information about different providers, internet providers that have um, shared their Wi-Fi or had like a, maybe a 60-day trial, I believe, for free. And so we've used, um, we've sent that information out. Um, to our families uh, right away because we wanted them to know that they could have free Wi-Fi at home. Um, And we are also aware that there might be some of our families that have um, several uh, kiddos working on on computers. And so, um, you know, it might be a a part where, you know, if somebody's computer doesn't work, you know, maybe they were given a computer, but then it doesn't work or things like that, that we have uh, IT people at the campus level that they can contact. Um, and or have to share some of the computers. So, so, so yes, we do have um, some challenges, but we've tried to mitigate those challenges with some some plans in place. Um, but definitely, what we, we what we have is um, we also have for our English learners specifically um, in regards to equity. We also have our EL department, which I'm um, a coordinator. And we, what we've done is we've also made sure that um, we've, we're looking at plans, lesson plans, and making sure that we're also providing a lot of sheltered instructions um, and lots of visuals and, and lots of resources for our EL families um, because we want to make sure that when we go online, it's not just, um, you know, I'm going to show you this video and I need you to complete this work, but it really is more interactive. Right. Making sure everyone is getting the lesson, you know, what kind of resources um, are we giving them? So I yeah, think- and, that, and that's, sorry to interrupt, but th- that's sort of what people think about when they think about online learning is that it just looks just like you're, especially when they think, think synchronous, which is what you all are going to go to next week, they're thinking it's going to be the same as what the classroom is, except it's online. But when you make that adjustment and you're thinking about things like sheltered instruction and all the supports that English learners need, it needs to look really different. Correct. And so I think that's where we were already going into the classrooms um, in person. And so now what we're doing is uh, we're charged. Our director has said, you know, let's go into the classroom still, but just virtually and let's continue to provide feedback. And 
we're obviously in this next few weeks, we're going to just give positive feedback. We're just looking for great happenings that are going on in the classroom because this is new to everyone. Going online virtually 100% of the time is, is new. And so we want to support teachers. We're here to support teachers um, to meet the needs of their students. So we are giving lots of feedback and positive feedback next week. And we've already given feedback this week um, with their lessons that they've practiced. And then uh, we'll get accustomed to our new normal um, as the weeks progress. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we have a great plan um, to meet the the equity, um, to focus on that on that issue of equity in regards to all our students and, and also our English language learners. Yeah, it sounds like it. And it sounds like your teachers as well. I mean, you're, you know, you're trying to support them and be positive and, and have uh, contingency plans in place because you know it's not all going to be perfect. Um, so let's, let's get into those tools while we still have the time. So you, you talked about a tool that I've actually used a little bit. I think it's quite powerful for communicating. I think you said with either parents or teachers. I think it was parents and that was Powtoon. Yeah, so I'm so excited to share with you uh, that since I, I wrote to you, um, one of the, the new charge, uh, one of the new projects that I had working uh, behind the scenes on was creating some more information for our parents to let them know about how this online learning platform is going to look like. And, um, and in order to do that, I think one of the tools I've used before for um, a test that we take for um, in the state of Texas, uh, it's called Telpass, and it's a test that all English learners take. And I created a, a Powtoons for that, and they loved it, and the kids loved it. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to help out with this um, uh, committee that I'm a part of um, and inform parents about And so that was something that I created um, along with our wonderful team. Um, we've, uh, we had a team member also um, working on the web page, creating a new uh, webpage for parents and the Powtoon is in English and Spanish. Um, it is free. If you create an account um, for the first time, you have uh, some free versions, you know, so you have all the bells and whistles for about three days, I believe. Um, and so we were really um, ensuring that we could make sure to make as many Powtoons as, as they allow us with mm -hmm. all the whistles within the free, the free time. But um, basically, those are completed now. Our website is completed. And now we've gotten feedback from parents. Um, and we are rolling that out today. Um, we're going to have Zooms with our superintendent is going to have some Zooms with parents. Um, so to show them the video, as well as be there to answer any questions that they have. Great. So yeah, we have some great tools that we've used. And our parents seem to really love them. The simplicity of it all just kind sure. of especially in these times where it's so complex. Yeah. You got to keep it, you got to keep it simple. And, yes. you know, and, and I, I, for those who don't know, I'll, we'll link to Powtoon and any resources that you can share as well, Vanessa, we'll, we'll, we'll link them. I realize you're still in process of creating things. So we're not going to ask you for everything. Um, but Powtoon is a great tool um, that just kind of creates a cartoon uh, to describe something, but it's very engaging, very easy to understand and, and pretty easy to use and you use that for parents. What other, can you think of, um, I don't want to like overload people, but can you think of two or three other tools that you found um, particularly useful during this time for uh, maybe collaborating with teachers and also collaborating with, with English learners, uh, students as well, getting them kind of up to speed on what they need to do? Yeah, so um, one of the videos, how-to videos that our district IT um, 
person get shared with us and with all teachers is um, basically, um, obviously, apart from Google Classroom Zoom and those tutorials, we also had Pear Deck. Um, and I love that program to be able to, it's a little bit more interactive in regards to when you're showing students um, something that they need to complete. Um, it's not just them going through a PowerPoint per se, but actually having some questions um, and some responses that they need to uh, type in. And so it really gets, it gets them um, in, it, it ensures that our English learners are gonna be um, listening and interacting with and engaging with the, with the text that's being shared, right. video that's being shared. So I really like that piece. Um, there's so many, um, you know, Google Classroom, we've learned even more about Google Classroom and how, you know, the different components that that has. So we've just, I think we this, this whole COVID-19 era has really allowed us to spend more time with the tech resources we currently have and actually practice with them, actually spend a lot more time and saying, oh, I can use this. Sure. I don't know why I never used this before. And so it's, it, that's been the positive, I would say. Um, with it's, a really, it's a really great point, right? Like, I mean, you start to realize that even something as simple as Google Slides, for example, can be used for a million different other things that you'd never think until you are like, well, I don't really have time to learn how to use something completely new right now here's my pedagogical goal or my end sort of goal. You know, what is, what is something that I already am familiar with that can accomplish that? And then you find all these new things. And I love it. I'll sort of quote you and what you wrote, if you don't mind. I mean, you said, sure. You said, uh, uh, this is certainly a growing curve for us all. That's for sure. Um, but such a neat opportunity for us to really deepen our experience with tech tools and resources that best support students, teachers, and parents in the online learning platform. And if anything, if there's anything that I know about this ELL community is that we always look for the positive and we're asset based. And that to me is such a great, I mean, it's a serious thing. It's difficult times, but um, I, I love it how you put that silver lining on it. And hopefully in the end that will, that will pay dividends, just learning these new tools to support our students, our parents and our teachers. Yes. And I'm so proud of our teachers and they are doing such a, an amazing job. And it's, you see so many uh, lead teacher leaders that are just growing and developing and they're saying, you know, I, um, this is, this is my thing, like tech, you know, using technology, let me help you. Let me, let me show you how to do this. And they're helping each other and they're helping students. It's just, it's, a, it's just amazing. I mean, from our IT department to our parent community department to, I mean, even lunch and, and supper bags that our uh, food services department is doing. I mean, it's just a, a, a team effort. And I can't say enough great things about um, what, every, what every district is doing um, because they're really going, you know, stepping it up. And so I love that. Yeah, it shines a light on, certainly shines a light on some of the problems that we have. But I think more importantly for this conversation and this series is it shines a light on a lot of the positive things that are happening. Um, and we certainly exactly. appreciate the work that you're doing there, uh, Vanessa. And, and more importantly for here, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your ideas. I know you all, as everybody could hear from everything you've, you've done, you're very, very busy. So thanks for spending um, a half an hour with us to tell us about what you're doing. And we'll, we'll try to get all those resources that you mentioned um, posted uh, on the show notes and on the website at elevationeducation.com slash ELL community so folks can, um, can learn from you. Yes, absolutely. Always happy to share. 
Thanks for listening to Highest Aspirations. If you liked our show, please be sure to join the ELL community at elevationeducation.com slash ELL community, where you'll find all the episodes of Highest Aspirations and other resources to help educators maximize the impact on their English language learners. Also, let us know how we're doing by writing a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts.